It is now time to listen to another episode of Let's Chat About Dead. Strap yourselves in, folks, because you're in for a ride. Put our hands together now for Chris, our host, and his team. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, and a bit of a woo-woo. And away we go. Yes, yes. Daisy. (laughs) She sounded quite grumpy. She was grumpy. She did sound grumpy. Yeah. What have you done to her? That's nearly as bad as... (laughs) (laughs) That's nearly as bad as that one. Welcome one and all to another episode of Let's Chat About Death. And uh, I am joined on the panel um, by Wise One Annie. Hello, Annie. Hello. Wise One. <laughs> She's looking at me like, oh my God, I'm wise. That's the nicest thing yeah, that's I know. ever that said to nice. me. That was nice. That was <laughs> nice because we have to get through the podcast. That's mm-hmm. why. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk today, uh, we're going to finish off on some general questions that um, we didn't get to totally finish um, on the last podcast. Uh, so we'll go through that, but also another. Once again, I always keep bringing it up, but I've just had a big swig of Coke, and <laughs> now it's like coming up to solo again. Excuse me for a minute. Yeah, it's much better. Um, we're going to talk about um, uh, funeral vehicles or mm-hmm. mortuary cars, mortuary mm-hmm. train carriages, all of those type of things back from time. Um, so we'll go through some of that as well. So let's start with the general questions. What do we what do we have? So, <coughs> so what was that? That's how I feel at the moment. Yeah, Annie has been sick. Yeah. So we feel. Just I don't in case even you have guys one of the. Me. I don't even have a. Uh, oh, I might have here. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Yep. Yep. All right. Um. Now. This question, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I can't answer because Oops. I've not had this Cricket. situation oh. before, but has there ever been a request that's made us feel so uncomfortable that we just we just can't provide a service to a family? Um, there has been some weird different requests and some like uh, placing certain items inside, like funny, how, how can I say it? There has been some requests for us to place people into coffins upside down mm-hmm. with things stuck in their buttocks. <laughs> Why did you say like, it like that? Buttocks. <laughs> Rather than saying bum bum. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. um, but unfortunately, I, I no. I, I've I've said that we've had to um, do it. If it was a burial, probably not so bad. Cremation's going to be a little bit odd when the cremator <coughs> gets to see that the person was upside down. I don't yep. know. I, I just there's certain things like it. We keep bringing it back to dignity and respect for someone. I totally understand you want to play the last joke out on your friend or your loved one, but on that side, it's like I don't know. Um, yeah. So normally when we discuss it, it it normally goes out the door, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But the biggest thing that I don't 
like is when some grieving families, we only had this a few times where they treat us like absolute rubbish, like to the point of, you know, um, telling the ladies that they're B-I-T-C-H um, is <laughs> and, uh, you know, that we don't know what we're doing and all sorts mm-hmm. of... Now, I totally get the whole grief thing, totally get it. I understand that you're going through a lot. But our job is to be able to make everything a lot easier for you rather than that. Now, mm-hmm. once you've said something, it's hard to take that back. And even if they apologise, it's done. You know, and and if any any of you or so even with myself gets to that point, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, I would prefer to have, you know, ten funerals that are all good and if there was one that's not, then I, I would feel uncomfortable and I don't know. Don't know if we would be able to give one hundred percent, knowing that we'd have to be, you know, making sure that we cross our t's and dot our i's more mm-hmm. than what we already do. So that would be the only time that I reckon I would say, look, you know, time for you to seek another director. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, it's not something that I, you know, you would have to have said something pretty bad for that to happen because mm-hmm. we get it, we get it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Very nice, beautiful. Um, next question. <laughs> yeah. Um, why do we dress formally for funerals? I don't know why there was a pause there. Why was there a pause? Were you... No. No? You just forgot? Huh? What? Huh? What? No. Um, why do we dress formally for funerals? Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? Why do you reckon we do it? Um, I think that... Well, first of all, I think that a lot of people think that they dress formally out of respect, but we also see less and less people dressing suit and tie formally for mm. funerals these yeah. days. And I think, you know, some people, you know, like the loved ones that passed on, um, let me just get that phone. Be right back. And we're back. <laughs> we're back after that short break. And uh, breaking yes, news, Jess had very nice lunch. Yes. Um, so we apologise for that little mm-hmm. interruption in our transmission <laughs> today. Uh, the phone will ring when it wants to ring mm-hmm. and uh, that's twice we've had that now. But anyway, that's yes, all good. wonderful. Um, um, so families, yeah, sometimes the deceased say, hey, you know, I wasn't a Thai person, I don't want to wear this and I don't want people before it Before they pass away. Yeah, rather than... <laughs> Uh, we tune in to them when they've, mm-hmm. when they've passed and, yeah. So I think, yeah, I, I, you, you don't often see um, football shorts and um, thongs and all that type of stuff. I don't think it's gone mm-hmm. to that level yet. I see a lot of footy scarves though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and I think you even had your uncle that, that passed away and mm-hmm. he always wore his blue flanny. Yep. And then there was a sea of like 500 people um, that all had the blue flanny. So, I mean, yeah. look, that's that's great. That was very special. You know, like, or wear something like that. So mm-hmm. they'll wear that, you know. Um, and that's how it should be. It should be about, um, yeah, we, we get it all the time where people say, oh, you know, he was a truckie, but do I put him in a suit? And it's like, no, no. Would, would he, would... Would he wear one? My no. my uncle was a truckie, and it was amazing. We had a we had a graveside a graveside service at yeah. Panola Cemetery, very small town. Yeah, 
Um, but we had a graveside service and we had um, – because he, he did logging all of the – kind of yeah. down all the pine trees and getting all the big logs. So they had his two big logging trucks with Ford flags in them because oh, he's a big wow. Ford fan. Oh, we'll go for him too. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah. sweet. But he um he was he was just dressed in his blue flannel and his shorts. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm pretty sure my granddad was dressed in the same thing for his funeral as well. Yeah, and that and that's how it really should be. So, mm. um, but for everyone else, I think it, it is a it is a when I say a formal event, it's a traditional event that a lot of people go to, and I think it's the the little bit that you can do to um to show a little bit of respect towards people, but. Mm. You know, then there's people that come from work and, you know, they could be a tradie, they could be whatever, and that's fine too. Look, it's probably, you know, you're not going to be pulled up and going, excuse me, your, your boots are dirty. You're being disrespectful. Respectful. <laughs> um, I think as long as you're there, you're showing support to yeah. the loved ones of the deceased. Uh, it doesn't really matter yeah. what you're wearing. And I, and I think also dressing up would have been back in the day, depending on how much wealth you had. So, you know, high-end, they'd be wearing their top hat and tails and, mm-hmm. you know, going out with, with a bang and then you had the the uh, the medium or the middle and then the, the low income, <coughs> which just whatever thread you're wearing, you wore, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much we earn, we still go out the same. Mm-hmm. We're still cremated in the same cremated, we're still buried in the same cemetery, you know, the person, if you're buried beside you, might have been someone that didn't have money. The one beside you might have been a billionaire. You don't know. You don't know. You know? At so, the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The other the other question here you had was about uh, have, have we ever done any funerals with the older or uncommon religions since... Uh, oh, it's a ma. <laughs> Where did I get that language from? No idea. But Brem you messed Benese. up before asking yeah, if I, I wanted did. a Coke. I, can. Do you want a, I, do you I, want I, I, Coke? 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 <laughs> At one point I thought uh, you said vodka. And yeah, I was like, ooh, vodka and a bit Coke. early in the day. Yeah. Uh, uncommon religions such as Norse or pagan. Um, we have had pagan rituals, but I don't think that we've done like the full pagan thing. Mm. Um, we've had all sorts of things happen with that. You know, certain um, candle lighting ceremonies and, mm-hmm. yeah, things attached to the top of coffins and handles and – but not the full full thing. I think that they, they're, that's sort of gone now. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I've not had that either. How much freedom uh, do you have when it comes to putting something on a headstone, so the writing – um, it depends on the cemetery and what if the package that you had included a plaque and what it comes with. Um, the other thing is too that you're limited to what companies will go, especially our large ones, mm-hmm. what companies that they're willing to work with because of their induction of OH&S. OH&S has really taken a big uh, hold of everything. Um the country cemeteries, you may, you know, erect whatever you want maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There used to be a company around that did like glass and it was just brilliant and then they went bust. I don't oh. know why. I don't know why maybe people weren't paying for their things but it was brilliant because it was different. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't your 
your marble granite. It was these glass things and like they had real photos in there and it was just stunning. Um, can't even remember what they call it now but it was brilliant. Mm. And we used to promote a lot of it. Um, but now it, it all comes down to, you know, we can't even, we can't even recommend um, certain places now because the cemeteries will stop that. And yeah. Mm. So how much freedom do you have? I think it just depends on if you've paid for something or what the monumental mason. And it all comes down to dollars. Mm-hmm. How much are you willing to spend? Yep. The more you want to spend, the more freedom you've got. Which is sad for families that are struggling and they just want to do something nice, but mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you still can. I, I've been out of the whole monumental mason thing for a long time, so um, yeah. Mm. Um, I think now we'll get we'll talk about the the history of hearses um, because hearses they they stem way 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 back. Um, you know, because it's transport. Mm-hmm. It's how do they get a deceased from one location to another? Um, the old days of the bring out your dead, you know, horse and carriage, and they mm-hmm. used to just like we we said it in another episode of like the black plague like, episode, yeah, like hard rubbish, <laughs> you know, yeah. like just oh, someone's put Mary on top of Roger. That's um, oh, don't do that. They didn't like each other. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, the, the hearses, um, like, they come back, they come back from the, the middle English word called hearse. Which is hearse without the A. Yeah, without, (laughs) yeah, uh, which is a type of, uh, candelabra placed on top of the coffin. Um, that's interesting. It is. Very interesting. So... Yeah, now I'm going to have to research a little bit about what it what it actually looked like. Mm. Do you know what it looked like? No idea. I didn't get that far. So you've done. <laughs> oh my god! I've done. I've done so half. So do the some research. research about what we need to. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I've just typed all this up. Um, then during the 17th century, people started using the word uh, to refer to the horse and carriage, which that's that's probably where I thought the word hearse came from. See, um, I, I don't know how they made the connection from the candelabra to the horse and carriage. How did that? Maybe they put the <laughs> candelabra on top of the horse. Oh, and went, oh like one of those oh, big look, yeah, hats like a hat. that the horse wears. Yeah, and that's where they got all the feathers and all that. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Um, Go on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so in the earliest 20th, earliest 20th century. Oh, now. <laughs> Now who's got the speech problem? <laughs> Passed yeah. on. In the early 20th century, roughly around 1907, uh, the first motorised hearse was invented. And it was actually... Wow. I know, right? And it was actually invented by uh, by an undertaker. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. That would be yeah. good too, It wasn't just it? like Ford. They were like, you know what? Let's just... Um, it was invented by the, the General Vehicle Company of New, uh, New Zealand. Of of New, New York. York. Yes. Um, in 1909, the first hearse. With the combustible engine. Yeah. Combustion. This is where I got it wrong. That, was hey, that the bit you were trying yeah, to say? Yeah, that's the one I was okay. trying to say about The Undertaker. That was um, H.D. Ludlow and that was in 1909. He invented the first one with the combustion engine. Okay. And that, and that was to be built, that was built by the body... 
yeah. horse-drawn carriage yep. in the chassis of a bus. And wow. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the motorised hearses were far more expensive than the horse and carriage because, uh, I mean, that just says, like, back in those days anyway. Yeah. Um, but then it just became part of being normal back in the 1920s um, when horses were sort of put out the pasture so to speak. yeah it's like mm. you know you only had them out in farms you very mm-hmm. rarely had that um, when you think about that we've had we've had motorized hearses for a hundred years yeah that's massive well 103 years that's well, 103 years yeah that's that's a um, long time oh definitely it's older than my grandma yeah um the uh, crane and breed, um, I can't even pronounce that. Cincinnati. Cincinnati became the first <coughs> manufacturer of motorised hearses, um, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, they're, if their family's still part of that mm, yeah, process. Yeah, still makes them. Yeah. Interesting. Probably um, something I also should have looked up there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's this podcast about? <laughs> Basically nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast wait, wait, is a reminder that Annie doesn't yeah, know how to research yeah. anything. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, the hearses now. Mm-hmm. Um, They're in ha- the same sort of style as like a limousine. Yeah. yeah. Just not uh, as long. And, and things have changed so much. You, see, the Fords, when I first started, or even before then, Fords were the thing. They were... They oh, were the hearse vehicles. In 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 my in my heart of hearts, in my heart, mm. Fords are still a thing. Yeah, yeah, and I you know, like the I and but then there was the Cadillacs and the mm. um, all the other like the Americanized cars, mm-hmm. and then there was the Jags and the Mercedes in yeah. the UK, and and these are all nice. They're nice to look at, but yeah, I will say, from what I've heard from other people. Yeah. Fords are the most reliable horses. Yeah. I mean, then there was a Holden thing. Oh, we've got to have a Holden. But unfortunately, even with the wagons, the wagons weren't big enough to even hold a stretcher, let alone a, a coffin. So where's the BF wagon that we have downstairs um, can can house a standard side coffin without any problem mm-hmm. and you can have two stretchers side by side, one smaller than the other, of course, but... Mm-hmm. Um, which is what we were using for transport for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I think it just it depended on the vehicles. But now Chrysler, um, Mercedes, uh, Jags, um, Bentleys, Rolls, all of those are all mm-hmm. have all now been made into these big shindigs. And I tell you what, <clears throat> for the price of them, that it's not what well, my thing that. Some of them look quite ugly, to be honest. Like the the big the big bubble Mercedes that look like Pope mobiles. Yeah, I'd hate yeah. to clean look, one of those. I've always been. I, I'm not a show pony, so for me, for me, it's about class. Mm-hmm. Being having a classic vehicle or a vintage vehicle, if you're going to go down that line, long as it's clean and tidy, mm-hmm. and it runs well, there's no reason why you can't utilize what we've got. You exactly know what I mean? Right. But like we're t- Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, there you go. Out the door. <laughs> Say Annie. Bye.
This is my official sacking. Yeah. Um, now we've got sacks on the wall down there, the, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the potato sacks. That was my official sack. Um, so, yeah, some of them, something, I don't I just, know, quarter of a million dollars for a hearse. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna say something and it might be an unpopular opinion, but I think that Do it... Do I censor you out? <laughs> maybe don't censor me no. out. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that if if you <laughs> if you are providing the level of dignity and care and respect that you should be providing, yeah, you don't need a big fancy hearse. No. How many families do you reckon have asked us what vehicles we've got? I've never been asked what vehicle. So I've got. so if you if you say out of twenty families, mm-hmm. how many do you reckon would say what vehicles you got? Two. Not even. You'd be, yeah, you'd be lucky if it was that, you know. I mean, the, not saying that we're going to be carrying people up in a in a van or a – which you can. I mean, you can. There's nothing stopping it like in a funeral mm. uh, as long as it was dignified. Um, <coughs> but, yeah, it's it's only, the, it's only the families that, you know, like, oh, Dad was a really loved Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. But the price that you're going to pay – to go and have a Mercedes hearse does not warrant a five-minute journey from here to here mm-hmm. for another three or four thousand dollars. Exactly right. And you're probably thinking, "Ah, they wouldn't do that." Oh, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. They got to pay their insurance. They got to pay you their know. car loans. Um, and so, but I even I even tried to get a price on what they call a budget hearse, and uh, yeah, that was minimum quarter of a million dollars for a hearse so cars depreciate the cars that we have are beautiful they're they're you know they're maintained um and they're beautiful so there's nothing wrong with what we've got um and i love i love all that old stuff i'd love to have an american cadillac that's what i would love to have the old school cadillacs but but then it comes down to is it safer for uh, deceased to be in them because they were the old um, fittings and all that on the inside, mm-hmm. without having to revamp it all. Um, yeah. But oh yeah, there's some beautiful beautiful hearses around, yeah, um, around the world. Um, be even nice to have a horse and carriage, but um, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> can't do a horse. Clipping and clapping. That's not a. That's not a touch <laughs> screen. For those who can't see, Chris I'm is just, just trying, trying to, scroll. to scroll like an iPad <laughs> on the laptop, oh which is God. not a touch screen. Um. Okay. Next we've got. Stop picking on me. <laughs> Stop giving me reasons You're picking to. picking on me so much today, Emmy. <sighs> yes. Mm. My apologies. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Oh, yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that. It's unclear when Australia started using motorised hearses, but it's known that we were still using horses, the horse and carriage um, well into the 1900s. So yeah. even when the rest of the world was using motorised ones. Because we're Australian, mate. Because we're Australian. <laughs> we just stuck to our, our good old horse and <laughs> carriage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they had... Um, and you can actually still see some of these. There's one at our local cemetery at Faulkner Memorial Park, the old rail, rail carriage, uh, mortuary car that they had. 
Um, and it's a bit of a story along with that. So if you ever want to look up something interesting, look up the railway as mortuary vehicle cars mm-hmm. or carriage um, where they used to, you know, put all the bodies into there. They were all in their separate little drawers um, and then obviously they'd get to the cemetery station and then they would unload and then um, then it moved on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all out. You know, and they'd, they'd grab the bodies. And I think a lot of the time it was around the war time as well mm, mm-hmm. where there was mass, you know, mass of death. Um, so there is there is a car, one of those carriages at Faulkner. Um, Springvale Botanical Cemetery had one as well. Um, you, there's no car there or carriage there, but there's a stone or rock that mm-hmm. states, um, you know, what it was used for, when it was used for. Um, so the, that mortuary carriage was used uh, in Melbourne between 1906 and 1939. Mm-hmm. Um, so During and following World War One. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, it, was, it was open. So that Faulkner Cemetery uh, used to be called the New Melbourne General Cemetery Faulkner and that was opened in 1906. ...on the Somerton line. The mortuary carriage was commissioned that same year. Um, but then the, the Faulkner... That, well, the Faulkner. The Faulkner had the... <laughs> <laughs> Faulkner had two mortuary carriages... ...which stopped travel between... ...in, in uh, 1939 and were sold for scrap. Wow. Mm-hmm. In 1952. Yep. But see, they wouldn't have thought back then... No, like, that it's like a piece that it of was history. like, oh yes, we're going to keep this. No, they were like, yep, uh, we, we just where are you going to put that? Just put it in the shed. Yeah, well, it's really interesting. Um, so the article that I was reading on this, it goes on to say that um, the so I think two of the carriages, three sorry, three three carriages were found um, on a property, separate properties, one in Meredith and a couple in Romsey. Mm. <clears throat> back in 1990 and they restored one of them and put oh, them in wow. Faulkner. So it's only been there for Not 20, long. 30 yeah. years now. But, yeah. Far out. Um, but, the, look, there, there was probably – there was probably, I mean, different countries are going to have their own, um, you know, like donkey. <laughs> yeah. And probably camel. Yeah. Elephant. Slips across it in between the hooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, like there's probably so many different ones out there that mm. that n- that no one would really know about, to be honest. You know, especially those cultures that, you know, there was no like outside world yeah. connected to it. Um, but there's a lot of history, a lot of history on on transportation in the funeral industry. Yeah. We've um, only really scraped the surface, but. Genuinely. Yeah, well, we'll we need to do I'm some research, don't we? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nuh-uh. Who's picking on who now? Sorry. I really yeah. implore you guys, if you if you are interested in the history of funerals or the history of funeral transportation... Don't don't come here because we don't No, don't research. come here because I haven't done my research. Yeah. But you can do yours. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, genuinely, take a trip out to Faulkner Cemetery. <laughs> Interrupting me now. As I've just well as I've just taken me. a trip to Faulkner Cemetery. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Go. They've got. Well, really I'm here. Uh, well, I just 
harped Welcome. myself there. <laughs> Welcome. They've got really lovely tea rooms. They do. They do a great coffee. You know what? And scones do? and jam. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Their chicken sandwiches. Yeah. They they do some of the best chicken now, sandwiches. Now you may you may have heard us on other episodes about we always talk about catering food. Actually, that's a podcast that we haven't done. <laughs> catering is on catering food. Our favorite food. catering foods. But but the chicken and chive and the oh amazing. Oh. This one is this one's chicken chive and red onion. Yeah, like I don't I how yeah how do they make it? No idea. I actually found out. So mm. they used to. I think I told you. I think I told all of our beautiful viewers, listeners. Yeah. I mean, as well, viewers, viewers, they're, they're not. They're, <laughs> they're listening. Our listeners yeah. um, about these. So Tally Ho Catering, they yeah. do these. They do these little sandwiches, these little chicken sandwiches. And when we, when I worked in my old job, they used to cater for. They used to cater for them. Um, and every time they they put a tray aside of sandwiches, mm. if the family didn't finish yeah. them, they'd be like, oh, we'll put them back in the office. And I'd sit there and quickly eat all the chicken ones. Yeah. And then I'd take and the rest And their slices. Back. Their slices would mm. die for as well. But yeah. I found a recipe. Actually, I asked one of the ladies. I said, can you can you ask when you go back how they make these chicken sandwiches? And she came back to well, me. Well, I was, um, when I was at, in my old job, um, we were one of her very first clients. Oh, tell you. When they first opened up in Baronia. Um, and I remember she came down. She said, oh, we're very new. Um, it was a Greek family. Mm-hmm. Very, very, you know, we, oh, we, we just got to, you know, we're doing wakes and all sorts of things. We'd really love you to try it out. Mm-hmm. I said, well, where's the, where's the samples? Oh, yeah. well, we do. And they brought, <laughs> they, the next day they brought in, two or three trays of cakes and slices and and a tray of sandwiches and oh my god it's like yep yeah, you're done you you are start when can you start <laughs> if <laughs> it's do. not catering i want i want one of these each day absolutely it was beautiful absolutely um, but their sandwiches mm. i might tell you the recipe off air actually i don't yeah. want to reveal <laughs> my secrets i'll tell you the recipe yeah, off air yeah, because yeah. i've made it since i found out oh really spot on oh ab- yeah yeah. They are the best. Yeah. They are the absolute best. They are nice. Um, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, hit up Tallyho for all your catering needs. That's right, yeah. That's if you're in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, be a little bit harder for them to drive it to Sydney or you America or I, something. I will ship anybody one of those sandwiches yeah. so that they can yeah. try it. It'll them. be mouldy by the time it gets there. <laughs> but mm, Yummy. The chicken will still be okay, though. <laughs> I don't think that if the bread is mouldy, the chicken is not going to be okay. <laughs> So, all right, folks, um, it's a very short episode today, but I hope you um, you learnt a lot. Um, I just thought of Lancelot, <laughs> if you learnt a lot. Um, Lancelot has really nothing to do with what we were talking about. No. Um, and to be honest now, I don't even remember what we were talking about because we didn't do a lot of research <laughs> on that one, but no, we did all right. So I hope you've learnt something. I certainly have on a lot of those dates and times and whatever. Um, for those that don't follow us, uh, follow us on TikTok, Brember Family Funerals, on our socials, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, merchandise uh, for... This, uh, obviously, this podcast is Let's Chat About Death merchandise uh, will be available uh, and it will go up on our TikTok account. 
uh, under our profile. So we're going to have shirts, mugs, hoodies, caps, pens, all sorts of stuff. So if you'd love to get yourself one of those, uh, listen out to our other episodes and we'll be able to tell you exactly where to locate them and, yeah, I think that's everything. I think that is basically. everything. Basically, yeah. Thank you, Annie. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Thank for, you, everybody. For everything that you did. Oops, <laughs> hang on. Oh, that's better. <laughs> better out than in. So, all right, guys, take care and we'll talk to you later on. Sweet. Bye.